Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing. Straight up, yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking history, Detroit history. I'm talking about the place Joe Lewis came from. We'll talk with... Double L, Lindy Lindell, destroyed historian. We'll talk about Kronk boxing, of course, the, the impact that Emmanuel Stewart and Tommy Hearns and those people had on the Motor City Motown. We're talking Motown boxing in about 20 minutes with one of the foremost Motown historians when it comes to the world of prize fighting. And straight up, we'll talk about the Showtime Saturday Night card, of course. Gary Russell prevailing, the undefeated. No, take it back. The once-beaten featherweight got beat by the still Lomachenko, of course, the former two-time Olympic champion. But straight up, Gary Russell looking pretty good last night against a guy that could best be described as an overachiever, Johnny Gonzalez. I mean, come on. One punch, he worked it for three years. That one punch knocking out Abner Maris, he worked that for three years. Okay, straight up, made some money off it. Last night, it was exposed as busy, just being slow and old and one-dimensional. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We have open phone lines coast-to-coast. Coast. When I say toll-free, it's uh, on my dime. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. And we're doing the Twitter thing, at Ring Talk, at R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, at Ring Talk. That is the Twitter tag. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Radio, TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is you're tuned to SportsByline.com. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-414-1051. That's 1-800-414-1051. 1-800-414-1051. Call now. Today, investors need to secure and protect their life savings. With government spending out of control, they continue to print money to cover the ever-increasing debt, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. American Bullion offers a hassle-free opportunity to transfer any portion of your existing IRA or previous 401k to a gold IRA for your protection. Take advantage of the lower gold prices today and enjoy the long-term security and hedge against inflation that gold and silver can provide in an IRA. Thousands of others have trusted American bullion to transfer their IRAs into gold, and you can too. 
Call American Bullion today and discover the stability, protection, and peace of mind that a gold IRA can bring. Call American Bullion today at 800-576-1046 for a free consultation and receive their free IRA rollover guide, which offers the best information on gold IRAs. Keep your life savings safe and sound when you can. Call 800-576-1046. That's 800-576-1046 for your free gold IRA guide. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Got my mind made up. Come on. You can get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Eleven and a half minutes past the hour. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio. Hey, have you been to the iHeartRadio.com website yet? You downloaded the free iHeartRadio app. You can take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go, 24-7, on your tablet, your smartphone. You listen online. You can listen live. You can listen delayed. That's right. It's all happening at iHeartRadio.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 30-plus years now, the longest-running fight show in history. Straight up, we go to the... Sin City. I'm talking about Las Vegas, the capital of boxing. Of course, this past weekend, there was a big card in town. And, well, I guess Gary Russell silenced some critics and taking down Johnny Gonzalez, Kevin Perry, or did he silence some critics? What was your assessment of Mr. Russell's performance? That's, I thought he looked great. I mean, he, he fought a, a really smart game plan. I think um, he executed it to a T. Uh, I think he was saying in the post-fight interview on uh, Saturday night that he was uh, basically trying to punch within Gonzalez's wide shots, and I-, I thought he fought a great fight. I also thought Gonzalez just seemed a little bit slower than you're kind of used to, so that might have been a factor, but um, I don't want to take anything away from Gary Russell. I thought he fought a, a very uh, smart fight and showed some pretty good power, too. No question about that. Remaining, un- uh, take that at one-, one speed, and, of course, losing that one fight to Vasilya Minchenko now 25-114 kills. Gonzalez drops to 57-8 and with 48 wax. Big puncher. Living off that one punch, though, for the last couple, almost three years, right? The one punch of Abner Maris? Yeah, pretty much. And um, I think since then, the only really uh, known opponent he's fought is uh, Jorge Arce. And Arce is way, 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 way past his prime. So um, I, I don't know if the preparation... Uh, for Russell was there either. I watched Arce weigh in one time at 112 pounds, 111 and three quarters, and he entered the ring the next night. Get this, at 127 pounds. Is that um, is that amazing or what? Talk to me. How did Kell Brook look? I think Kell Brook is fantastic. Now 33 and 0, 22 KOs. Fought JoJo Dan. Give me an assessment on Mr. Brook and his 
uh, status in the 147-pound level? Um, I, I'd give uh, Brooke probably like a B. Um, I mean, he, he did look great, but uh, considering the opponent, it's kind of hard to gauge, um, you know, his recovery on the leg. But, I mean, as far as his punches, I mean, he was pretty sharp. He still has some stuff to work on as far as, like, infighting, but he did throw some pretty good uppercuts. So, I mean, I give him a B, but I'm probably being a little bit uh, critical on the guy considering, you know, he's been out of the ring for a while. So, I mean, he looked pretty good, but the opponent was subpar. Uh, 34 and 218 KOs. We're talking about JoJo Dan. Um, let's go back to the U.S. Of course, that Showtime card, the, the curtain raiser, Vanis Matrosian, now 35 and 2. Uh, did he deserve to lose to Jermaine, uh, Jermel Charlo? That was really, I don't know, it was a close fight. Didn't throw a lot of punches, and Charlo didn't look like the next coming of Ray Leonard. What was your what was your take on that, Kev? Um, I, I thought Marta Rosio won the fight, and I thought he won it pretty clearly. And I'm going to give you a reason why. I mean, it was one of those fights where there wasn't a whole lot of activity going on, not a whole lot of clean punches landed. Um, the copy box stats, in my mind, were completely ridiculous. I mean, there was no way that uh, that Charlo landed more punches than, than Marta Rosian. Marta Rosian landed the cleaner shots in the fight, and he was a guy coming forward. And I think when you're judging a fight that's close in that way, and one guy seems like he's the guy that doesn't want to engage, and one guy is trying to make the fight, you almost got to sway towards the guy that's trying to make the fight. And I, I did think uh, Marta Rosian landed the cleaner shots. A lot of those close rounds, I think, Marta Rosian kind of deserved him a little more. So I, I definitely thought um, he, I wouldn't say a huge robbery, but it was a type of decision that I expected because Charlo is kind of the upcoming prospect with Al Heyman. 97, 93, and 96, 94 were the, uh, the cards on that 10-round fight. Uh, 96, 94 twice. That's 7-3 to three in rounds, according to Adelaide Bird, and 6-4 to four in rounds, according to the other two judges. Nonito Donaire is back, or is he? The 122-pound, uh, former 122-pound champion guy that moved up from, like, from 112 all the way to 122, and then he went to 126, sort of got got put down by my man. Hey, what, what's happening with the guy that slammed, uh, 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 what's happening with Guillermo Rigano? I mean, what's what's going on with him? He slammed Donaire, and I don't know, he's sort of not making many moves since then. What's going on? Well, I think he doesn't have the right representation, and he's in a division where the other guys can – seemingly make money fighting other uh, mediocre opponents. And I think the fact that there's so many belts really hurts him uh, in a lot of ways because, you know, uh, Leo Santa Cruz has a WBC belt. He can walk around and call himself a champion. Um, also, uh, Scott Quigg's got the WBA uh, regular title, whatever that means. He can walk around and call himself a champion. And the same as Carl Frampton. So, those guys can walk around, make title defenses, and get some decent money with uh, and avoid Jeremy Riggin now. I mean, nobody wants to fight the guy. The guy's proven he's the best in the division. But, I mean, it, what it comes down to at the end of the day is uh, the risk versus reward. Um, they're probably not going to get a huge reward for fighting him. They're probably not going to beat him. So, for them, they're going to try to fight as many easy fights as possible until they're back into a corner. Roy Jones continues to uh, try to make a comeback with the uh, eventual goal of getting drilled by Marco Huck, the current WBO uh, 200-pound cruiserweight champion. Roy Jones was the winner this past weekend, uh, and as was Razor Reddick coming back at the age of 51. Here's a qu- Go on. 
<laughs> now I just said, well. <laughs> yeah, Ray, and listen, Razor did it. We did the 1995 fight, Burt Sugar and I. That was a, the event where Burt left to go do an interview and came back an hour and a half later drunk as a skunk. And and I was sitting there doing TV all by myself. And he came back. We did the main event, Tommy Morris and Razor Ruddock, an exciting fight. And I uttered this this four-letter word that started with S when Morrison knocked Ruddick down. It was it was just an, uh, it was an incredible ending to a fight, but Bert Sugar and I had some great memories that night. Anyway, the bottom line is, let's talk about Indiana just for a second. There was a fight card last night in Indiana. Bobby Hitz throwing this fight card. Mike Kamen is in the main event, uh, taking out Kevin Angle after getting dropped early. He's the, the hometown guy. Is Indiana going to face the wrath uh, of, of the boxing world? Do you think television is going to refuse to go there if there's any fights happening because of this this religious law that's going through in this net because evidently a lot of people are upset with it, man. The Twitter world's going crazy. Oh, is it this uh, religious law that has to do with uh, not accepting gays? Is that what you're exactly. referring to? Exactly. I mean, do you think this is really? It think this is going to? It's boiling down the sports down. The Indiana Pacers got involved. I mean, the uh, a lot of people are getting involved now, and, and boxing's being promoted in Indiana. Bobby Hitz is a promoter, of course, but I'm just trying to say is. You think this is going to come all the way come down to boxing? Is I mean, is this this gay thing? Is it going to is this going to fester into something that's going to affect sports across the board? Do you think it will? Well, I don't understand. I guess my I don't have a whole lot of understanding on the law. But what what is the law in particular trying to enforce? And well, I law, think that's what what the uh, it comes down to. Yeah, but but the bottom line is, I think at the end of the day, is whether you're blue, green, gray, or whatever that is, you know, the, uh, we all deserve to uh, be treated fairly. In no, no I, I agree with you 100%. I, I guess what I'm asking is, and it's a question really, because I'm not too privy on the details of what the law entails, but um, is it how is this law going to be enforceable is, I guess, the question that I'm asking. Well, interesting. All right, real quick. Canelo, of course, Canelo Alvarez, the 154-pound king, once beaten fighter, 44, 1 and 131 KOs, represents Xanfer Promotions. I think they're out of Tijuana, and uh, Fernando Beltran is the guy. Of course, they just signed a new deal with TV Azteca. But the bottom line is he has a court case, I believe, with Tudo Sobalo. Tudo Sobalo signed him to a contract, and Xanfer stole him away. So if they haven't settled that, con- settled that deal, and I think they were supposed to go to court uh, in November or December of 2014. I'll have to check with Tudor on that. I guess they postponed it. But the bottom line is Canelo jumped uh, managers back in the day and promoters back in the day, and now he switches networks in Mexico. How good is Canelo, and what's going to be the big fight? Canelo and Cotto, what's Cotto going to do now that he's signed with IROC? Last question for you, Kevin Perry. Oh, now he's signed with, uh, with, with Rock Nation? Rock Nation, yeah. To be honest with you, I don't know if he's going to get by James Kirkland, to be honest with you. I mean, Kirkland is a hell of a puncher. I mean, he's a resilient guy. doesn't have the greatest boxing skills in the world, but Canelo is not a defensive wizard either. So we're going to see uh, – I, I guess the biggest question here is, can uh, Kirkland make it, you know, through early rounds and do enough damage to put uh, Canelo in that deep water? Because, you know, Canelo's not known for his stamina. And uh, as far as Cotto uh, goes, I mean, I heard he's going to fight. I can't even remember the name of the guy, but as far as Cotto goes, um, doesn't really have a whole lot of options. So I think Rock Nation Sports is taking a huge gamble on giving him that kind of money. But I heard they also uh, it also entails Cotto's uh, promotional company, so they might be able to get some fight cards out of Cotto uh, that way. But I don't think his talent pool is very deep. Good enough. We're talking about, of course, um... 
my man, what you call himself, Jay-Z, Mr. Rap, Mr. Billionaire, Mr. Beyonce, getting into the world of boxing. Of course, Al Heyman controls boxing right now, no question about that. Thanks a lot, Kev. All the best. All right, you have a good uh, good Sunday. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking into the world of boxing. We'll switch to MMA in the next hour. We're talking boxing for the next mm, 40 minutes or so. And, of course, we'll be talking with noted historian of Detroit, Motown's very own Double L, Lindy Lindell in the house, 1-800-878-7529. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take Oil Can every day. My knee pain was gone as just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800 989 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. He must know that I'm not like no other fighter. I can give it, 
and I can take it. There's only one Mayweather. Uh, I've been here before. I know what it takes. I don't want no excuses. So I'm just going out there and, and be the same Floyd Mayweather. I've been here before, and I know what it takes. He talks the talk, and he walks the walk. When it's lights, camera, action, it's time to get the fans entertainment. The fans want to be entertained. I mean, when I'm home, I'm like anyone else. Walking to the money land. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You mean a real fight? Regulation gloves, no headgear? Correct. Marquis of Queensborough rules. He was one of our chaps, you know. Having spent some time in the room where this song was recorded, I think it's West Grand Boulevard in uh, Detroit, Michigan. And my next guest would know. I'm talking about the noted Detroit historian, the associate editor of uh, Boxing World Magazine, Mr. Lindy Lindell. Double L, how are you today, sir? Fine and dandy. How are you? That was, I'm just doing just fine. Was that West Grand Boulevard? And with the, uh... Uh, you're quite right. Man. Absolutely. What, what, what some, you know, was, when I walked through there, Lindy, it was like, there was like ghosts. It was it was like everybody left in, just for the day because there was a time card. They set it up like a museum. Talk about the old Motown uh, recording studios. Of course, it was Barry Gordy's house upstairs, and they still got some of the fixtures and things like that. And then downstairs, they've got the recording in the, ba- the recording studios in the basement. But they had they had a time clock where Martha Reeves, who was the uh, the receptionist, was punching in and out. So I thought this was sort of I enjoyed that. But then again, some people that have been to Detroit have never been to the Motown Museum. And then a lot of people that live here in San Francisco have never been to Alcatraz. Have you been to the Motown Museum, Lindy? Interesting that you should uh, mention that I have not. Uh, I've been reading the books about it. Um, I enjoyed the the film that came out about the Funk Brothers not too long ago. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, it's one of those things that uh, I have not done. I've even picked up people coming out of the museum, but I haven't been in yet. Okay. But I will. Right. Um, let's talk about Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, was he really the first real big fighter to come out of Detroit? Well, Detroit did have one champion prior to Joe Lewis, if you want to call him uh, a champion, uh, who lost to Jack Johnson, okay. and that's Tommy Burns. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, he was a, a Canadian who got his start in Detroit at the Detroit Athletic Club. Uh, fought for five dollars for his first fight, and uh, for the first year, year and a half, maybe even approaching two years, he uh, he fought out of Detroit. But then he moved on uh, before becoming heavyweight champion. Okay. I'm gonna the smallest run. heavyweight champion on record, by the way, 175 pounds. I'm going to run some uh, some names by you, some Detroit names, and, and th- th- give me short responses. Hedgeman Lewis. Excellent boxer, no punch, and that invariably hurt him. Luther Burgess. Probably better as a trainer than a fighter, although a very gritty boxer in his day. He fought Joe Brown and... and uh, Willie Pep in a nine-day period. Caveman Lee. Caveman Lee was a devastating puncher. He uh, was involved in what I think was the best fight that I've seen in my 35 years plus here in Detroit, 
when he won a five-round knockout over Johnny LeCicero on ESPN. Hmm, okay. Emmanuel Stewart. It couldn't have happened. The revival of boxing couldn't have happened without Emmanuel Stewart and Tommy Hearns. And they were like peas in a pod in that respect. They couldn't, one couldn't have been a success without the other. Was he, did he have a serious gambling problem? I'm finding out uh, that he probably did. Jimmy Paul told me that uh, he bet on the fight that he had against Greg Haugen and lost a million dollars. Wow. I mean, I, I knew he had gambled big time, and I knew he had borrowed some money from some unsavory characters at some other times. At least that's what was told to me when I was in Motown, and, of course, that was a couple of visits back, but straight up the uh, the, the gold father of the Kronk Gym. Now, he got together with Prentice Bird. What's Prentice Bird doing these days? Do you know? Well, he's a lot closer to you than to me. And uh, as a matter of fact, I just read your comment um, from a previous uh, article that you wrote. But he's in L.A., and uh, I don't know exactly what he's doing he comes back very occasionally he was here for the funeral you know the column you're talking about at ringtalk.com of course we're talking about uh the return of boxing and boxing was on life support and now it's going to be on cbs next week uh, sergio bica and adonis stevenson so that's going to be on cbs and they've got fights coming on abc they've got fights coming on espn they've got fights coming on NBC. They've got fights coming on BET, the Black Entertainment Network, um, and of course they've got fights on Spike TV. I mean, Al Heyman has revived boxing, or has he? It appears he has. I mean, television television exposure is a key to to uh, making the game big again, and he seems to be getting this TV exposure. You know, um, I'd like to add my two cents worth on that. It, uh, it Everything is very positive on a national level for that. It hasn't had any trickle-down effect in this town. We have one outstanding fighter in this town, junior middleweight Tony Harrison, who is 20-0. He should be fighting in Detroit. His father has told me that uh, he is a signee of Al Heyman. But his father, Ali's father, Pardon me, uh, Tony Harrison's father, Ali Salam, has told me that he'll come back to Detroit after he's won the title. But I just wonder, will they know who he is when he comes back? Well, you know, it's funny that Andre Ward is local, obviously, and I think the most he's ever drawn, he he drew 10,000 one night, and then he came back for a second fight and only drew about 7,500. So he isn't the biggest draw in the world, and he wasn't promoted at home, and he wasn't built here at home, so... That's sort of nothing new. Everything seems to be about television now, Lindy. If you can get him on TV, you can sort of make him a star. So is Heyman going to get this guy Harrison some TV time or what? Well, he just had his first exposure on ESPN in the main event within the last 30 days. It didn't last long. It lasted less than a minute or less than two minutes. So he will be on ESPN probably again in another, oh, I would say four to six weeks, and he will get some exposure. Uh, There's nothing, however, like building up a fighter locally, as was done by Tommy Hearns in almost a, 
you know, that you could take a model of that and and say this is how it should be done. It was done perfectly for Tommy Hearns. Was of course, it, it was another time. It was another time, but wasn't it done in the same mode that cars were made in Detroit and and Motown put out records? I mean, it was sort of like this this Detroit mode seemed to be working across the board, regardless of, of what entity it was, music or sports. Well, Prentice Bird, uh, who, of course, we've mentioned earlier in this conversation, was very instrumental in getting things started. And it, everything was behind Tommy Hearns. I mean, Mickey Goodwin uh, was there as well, Hilmer Kinty slightly after that. But everything was pointed toward the direction of Hearns. He was the real, uh, he was the gold symbol. Uh, hmm. But it, it wasn't a matter, you know, it was, it was Hearns and everybody else, uh, but not so much in an automobile-type, off-the-assembly-line fashion. No, but, but he had a lot. What I'm trying to say, though, is Emmanuel had a, a lot of talent in the Kronk Gym when the Kronk Gym was at its peak. And, of course, everybody in Detroit at one point in time, because of Tommy Hearns, wanted to be a boxer. And, oh, what was the name of the kid? Octavio Lara. Whatever he, what the hell ever happened to him? Is, did he go to jail? Uh, no, uh, he uh, he had a fight in L.A. He was very disappointing in that, and the interest, uh, even though he won that particular fight, he came back, uh, he had another fight in the palace, he lost that fight, and at that point, Emmanuel lost interest. You and know, when he had his last fight, by the way, Emmanuel wasn't even in his corner. That's sort of sad because this was a kid, I'm telling you folks, we went everywhere together. It was just, he had his own t-shirt, he was part of the Kronk Gym, Emmanuel took good care of him. We'll talk about that. He took great care of him and he took him around on trips uh, all over the country and beyond. Uh, But, you know, once once he failed his test, there was a lack of interest. Lindy Lindell is our guest, folks. We're talking Detroit boxing, the history of Motown boxing. 1-800-878-7529 or the Twitter tag at RingTalk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Since we're talking about Motown, here's Junior Walker and the All-Star. Calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. 
Call Wall & Associates now, 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now, before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. And that was from that plate around the corner. You know, the rope adult, that was a little bit of the rope adult, but he was a dope, so he got damn. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. My baby, another one of my Hall of Famers, man. I'm talking about Barbara Harris, of course, the lead singer of The Toys. Number one hit for six weeks back in 1966. Lindy Lindell's on the line from Detroit, Motown's number one historian when it comes to the uh, world of professional boxing. And I got to mention just for a second, I'll throw another name at you, and I want you to, to come at this from a boxing point of view and not a, a musical point of view. Barry Gordy. Lindy? Uh, okay, as a box, well, much before my time. Well, I know uh, that. 12 and, fo- 12, 12 and 3 as a pro, five KOs. He said that he, uh, he won his last fight, by the way, in 1950. But he said he was looking around and he was noticing that the fighters were all beat up after the fights and, and that, you know, they get girls after the fights, but that musicians were getting girls seven nights a week, didn't have to train. So he figured he'd go into the music world. Well, obviously, he made a wise decision. 
Besides, he was a featherweight. He wasn't going to make any money anyway. Almost 90 years old, 86 years old now. Is he still living in Detroit? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, he's, been, he's been gone for many years. When uh, Motown was sold to L.A., mm-hmm. um, and that's been decades and decades ago, yeah. uh, he went with it. Hmm, interesting. I remember the story about him having uh, peacocks at, at his Detroit residence, and the peacocks didn't say a word. I mean, they were muted. And and one of the guests wondered why, because, you know, peacocks are very noisy. They make a lot of noise. Well, it turned out Barry had their voice boxes, voice boxes all cut out of them. Barry Gordy was a piece of work. Well, yes, uh, he he had considerable power and fame, and he took advantage of it. Uh, I don't think he <clears throat> abused it in some ways that some people did, but... Uh, yeah, he uh, he lived a high life, no question. Well, I, I think he abused Florence Ballard, but that's a story for another well, day. Well, yeah, that's another story. Yes, You know, speaking of, of Motown, uh, I want to go back to this, but there was a funeral parlor, and I think it was like the Cole Funeral Parlor or something like that, right next to Motown Records. And when I was there in 93 and, and then later, 95 or 96, there was a guy that was still working there, and he was, had to be 80 years old then, so I don't think he's still with us unless he's 105. But the bottom line was, he was telling me all these stories about the temptations, how they would come next door, and that people like Muhammad Ali would come to Detroit and come to Hitsville, USA, when he was Cassius Clay and things like that. So that place was happening there on West Grand Boulevard. No question. Um, there was a hotel within two blocks of uh, that place, uh, of uh, Motown, where uh, Ford Motor Company used to put their fighters uh, in in the motel and little apartments there. Lindy Lindell's our guest, folks. He is a Detroit historian. Lindy, talk to me. Uh, what are you working on besides Boxing World? We'll get the Boxing World in the magazine in a minute. What are you working on? You told me a, a couple of weeks ago that you're working on this big book on Detroit. What's it going to be about? Well, uh, I'm using the working title of Joe Lewis Race and Boxing in Detroit. And you'll notice that there are four nouns in that title. And the the Joe Lewis part is kind of like the hook, uh, and race is, uh, I should say that race is kind of the hook, but Joe Lewis and race, of course, are inextricably entwined one with the other. Boxing, obviously Joe Lewis is figures there, and Detroit, uh, not so much, uh, you know, the interesting thing I found and I really didn't know this uh, until, oh, I'm going to say maybe 20 years ago, after I'd been here for a good 15 or 16 years, that Joe Lewis was not the most popular boxer in Detroit. Jake LaMotta was. Jake LaMotta, of course, beat Sugar Ray Robinson um, in one of their fights. But let's go back to Detroit boxing just for a second you know, yeah. when I when I think of Detroit boxing, I think of Kronk and I think of Tommy Hearns. And, of course, the early days were with Joe Lewis. But there's nothing happening now at all. I mean, outside of Harrison, there's there's no prospects. There's, there's, is, is, is there a Kronk gym anymore? Well, interesting that you asked because um, there have been rumors for ever since the last incarnation of the Kronk gym closed. Uh, I'm going to say three years ago, um, and that was the 
third incarnation of it in the western part of Detroit, not <clears throat> not too far from Dearborn. Uh, there have been rumors afloat that there would be another Kronk Gym, and this and that place was talked about and so on and so forth. Uh, but the people involved wanted to build a new building, and that never, you know, th these things are very expensive. In short, the funding was never uh, garnered. Okay. So, and I'm just finding this out even since your, we started this broadcast, they are moving, uh, <clears throat> pardon, pardon me, they, they are moving the Kronk Gym in its now fourth incarnation to a church called Body of Christ on West Chicago in Detroit near the border. Interesting, interesting. Now let's... Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm just finding out about this. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work in the basement of a church, but that's that's where it is right now. There's a, uh, there's a, few, there's a few gyms out here in California. They're in the basement of churches and things like that. You told me that, you know, we're talking Joe Lewis. We're talking with Lindy Lindell, the famed Detroit historian. Uh, of course, the associate editor, I believe, of Boxing World Magazine, which is a quarterly magazine and comes out as an excellent magazine. We'll get to that in just a minute. But, you know, I question Joe Lewis's uh, uh, not standing up for civil rights and things like that. And then you told me he wrote all these articles for, for newspapers. Did he really write those stories or what? Well, it was just like he had three autobiographies, and they were actually uh, two of them, or all three of them were uh, as told to, uh, which actually most people do it that way these days. I mean, even Bill Clinton um, had the biographer of Martin Luther King help him. Uh, that was an as-told-to uh, biography itself. Mm -hmm. So almost everyone uh, actually tape records their what they have to say, and then uh, and then the product comes out. Uh, Lewis was no different, except that they had reel-to-reel -reel recorders in those days, as you know, and uh, that's the way it came out. However, if you read his uh, biographies, autobiographies, uh, they have the stamp of the man himself. His voice is there, and it's told in such a way that it's very convincing to me that uh, you know, he wrote them. You have to put the word wrote in quotes. Okay. But, you know, when you look at his impact, of course, knocking out Max Schmeling, destroying the Aryan supremacy myth that, that uh, Mr. Uh, Adolf Hitler was putting forth and things like that. Um, I mean, he was, he was at the pinnacle of the world, and yet he was going in the front door of hotels when the rest of the entire blacks, so they called them Negroes then, were going, or worse, uh, were going in the back doors of hotels could he have done a little bit more? He could have done a little bit more, but I think one of the things that I really want to do uh, in in my treatment of Joe Lewis, and I'm not interested, by the way, of repeating all the stuff that's in the previous 20 biographies, what he really did, starting with particularly his Army career, is he started, uh, if you will, uh, a civil rights movement prior, uh, well, 10 to 15 years prior to Rosa Parks getting on the bus. And what he did, uh, to give you one sample, and I can give you others, 
is that he noticed that when he he was in the military primarily to entertain the troops in boxing exhibitions, he noticed that the black uh, personnel were at the fringes of uh, the crowd, the outer fringes. You mean like the so, if it was an arena, they'd be in the cheap seats up in the up in the cheap yeah, seats? Yeah, exactly. And so he went to his commanding officer and he said, I'm going to stop these exhibitions unless you let, uh, let the, the blacks get uh, wherever they want to go, as close to the ring as they can get. And so that happened. Uh, I, I have come across a picture of the former of those situations where the blacks were to the rear. Uh, I don't have a uh, a, a very good picture of uh, the latter, but uh, that was accomplished. Uh, he helped out Jackie Robinson immeasurably. Um, there wouldn't have been a Jackie Robinson without a Joe Lewis. <clears throat> Interesting that you say they were talking with Lindy, Lind, Lindy Lindell. We're talking Detroit boxing. Of course, he is the noted historian. Now, real quick before we uh, get to run out here, Boxing World, the latest edition. Uh, issue, uh, of course, got money cashing out. Floyd Mayweather, um, from a historian's point of view, okay, just from a historian's point of view and from a historical opinion, could he have really mastered the guys of the 80s like Duran, the aforementioned Tommy Hearns and Ray Leonard? I'm of the opinion he couldn't, but from a historical point of view, how do you see that if we were able to compare these guys? Well, you know, Pedro, I, I, I hesitate and really don't like to... Uh, make comparisons of fighters of different weight classifications or eras. Mm-hmm. And so... Like all Jack can, Fisk. All you can say, and I think this is why Muhammad Ali was, I think, uh, contrary to your opinion, I think the greatest heavyweight of all time. Well, I, I, it, go on. Well, it's just that he, he was... Uh, he was he was fighting at a time where he fought in uh, ten world champ or yeah ten world champions, not all world champions at the time that he fought them, but uh, there were more good heavyweights in his era than in any uh, uh, well of any time I would say of all time. Okay, Tommy Hearns without a doubt. Uh, I, I think that that fight with, with Ray Leonard, I think that, that Emmanuel Stewart made some mistakes as far as getting Tommy's weight down. And then, of course, the, the decision to go out there and box. This is what I can't understand, Mr. Historian Lindy Lindell, and maybe you could answer this for me. Why is it when guys fight Ray Leonard that they try to go out there and outbox him? The only guy that really outboxed him was, was Roberto Duran in the first fight. But Marvin Hagler tried it, and Tommy Hearns tried it. Why didn't both these guys assert their strengths, Hagler being the bigger guy, Tommy being the big puncher, and just go out there and go for it? Well, I would, uh, I would disagree with you to some extent about that. Uh, he, uh, the best moments that Tommy had with Leonard were as a boxer after he got staggered in that sixth round. And as you know, he was ahead uh, until Leonard landed another big punch in the 13th round. Uh, So he didn't, you know, he saw that he couldn't hit Leonard with that right hand, uh, his famous weapon. And so he relied on boxing, but, you know, he did get caught. 
So, you know, Lindy, uh, before before I let you go, I want to say this, and I will say this on air: of all the people that I've been in contact with and known throughout all these decades in boxing, this and that, pound for pound, you got to be one of the classiest guys I've ever met in my life. And I tell you, if I ever had a brother, I'd want him to be Lindy Lindell. So can I walk your dog the next time? You can I walk you. my you can walk my dog the next time. <laughs> All the best to you, Mr. Motown. Thank you for your time. We'll talk real soon, okay? Okay, thanks for calling. The great Lindy Lindell, folks. Of course, talk about Boxing World. I'll give you some information on that magazine on the website during the week, ringtalk.com, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. So we end the uh, Detroit segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide with the Detroit Spinners. you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229-CALL Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and 
even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the student loan hotline right now. 800-949-8707. Boxing is an unnatural act. Because everything in it is backwards. You want to move to the left. You don't step left. You push on the right toe. To move right, you use your left toe. Instead of running from the pain, like a sane person would do, you step into it. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I saw these guys in Concord, California, at the Concord Pavilion, where I went undefeated, never lost a fight in the Concord Pavilion, straight up, two Golden Glove championships back in the day, snagged in the Concord Pavilion. Straight up, April the 4th, Saturday, boxing returns to CBS television as Donna Stevenson and Sergio Bica, of course, battling for the 175-pound lineal championship. And on April the 11th, Danny Garcia and Lamont Peterson hook it up at 140 pounds, and Andy Lee and Peter Quillen go at it in a WBO 160-pound title fight that's Saturday, April 11th. That's live on NBC, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 on the West Coast. Boxing returning to network television. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, it was your inside look into the world of boxing. We do an hour of boxing and MMA on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. We combine both boxing and mixed martial arts. And we come back on Sunday with a two-hour show. An hour of boxing, then an hour of mixed martial arts. And, of course, we come back on Mondays on Sirius XM Satellite Radio at 5 p.m. Pacific Time with a two-hour show. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, most importantly, keep your butt off the canvas of life. Don't forget the website, ringtalk.com. Ring Talk is a presentation of Sports Byline. 